podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. In a week where Australia came down from whatever tournament they'd been playing to ruin the utterly compelling one that all the other nations were competing in, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. I can, I can tell you what she had, and I'm going there tomorrow. She had this giant hot cake from this place up the road that looked like it had so much sugar in it and calories in it, so I think everyone needs to have a hot cake for breakfast the day of a final because she was unbelievable tonight. That was uh, Beth Mooney talking about Alyssa Healy's breakfast before the World Cup. Uh, you're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke, and this is a brand new episode of Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. So, uh, what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> I actually haven't even had breakfast this morning, uh, but I was going to have uh, a little bit of yogurt for breakfast, but certainly I'd prefer a hot cake. Yeah, I think I'd better have a hot cake now because I, I need some energy. I need to do the equivalent of a 170 run innings for this podcast. Yep, 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 definitely. Yes. And uh, we also have another clip. We usually only have the one mm. clip uh, at the opening here, but we, we did have another one. It was too difficult to choose between them. So we, we got another one here. This one's uh, Meg Lanning being asked a question about the final. What does it mean for you to not only come away as winners of any World Cup, but particularly the winners of this World Cup? Yeah, it's been a grouse tournament, to be fair. Like, it's been it's been amazing. So, yeah, Meg Lanning, a grouse tournament. Uh, I think that sums it up pretty well for Australia, doesn't and it? And I think Alyssa Healy was there on the bench with her doing that press and she was giggling. This, the way Meg Lanning dropped that word, I reckon that was a bet. You reckon? Oh yeah. So, so somebody said, uh, "I bet can, you can't you work. Get, bet the you word can't grouse. work grouse into the tournament." Oh well, uh, uh, mission accomplished there for Meg Lanning. Pro- probably the most successful moment of, of the day for her to, yeah. to get that in there. I reckon. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover the end of the world, the sad end, the sad end. of the World Cup. That was uh, such a wonderful tournament. It was a great tournament. Mm. As we mentioned in the, the opener there, all the other nations had, had probably the best World Cup ever. I yeah. mean, I've, I've been writing a book on World Cups and uh, that, the... Well, apart, as far apart, as the group <laughs> stages go, they're often, you know, a little bit... There's a few that, you know, you just go, I wish I hadn't watched that. But yeah. every single one of them was really quite exciting. Yeah, they just piled on close game after close game mm. after close game and Australia were just kind of hovering above it all, just, you know... Doing, looking down on looking everyone. Looking down on them all, just saying, isn't this adorable how they're all playing? And eventually they decided, all right, we'll come down and win this and toddle off. But if you mm. if you take them out of the equation, if you... Uh, Australia maths, the... Uh, the World Cup. It was yep. a fantastic tournament. Yeah, that's right. It, I mean, it probably would have been a better final between South Africa and England. Mm. Although, yeah, they, they should. The semi final was pretty good. It was. Yeah, they should have just given Australia the trophy after the group stage. Said, look, that's fine. You guys, off you go, and then mm. just let make, make the rest of the competition be, you know, uh, South Africa, England, West Indies, and India. Let them fight fight out a semi final and final. That would have been a, a fantastic mm. way to end it. That would have been good. Yes. So going into the final, we did have England who who went on a bit of a winning streak at the end there to to make the semis. Yeah. Uh, we had Danny Wyatt. Uh, she labelled Sophie Eccleston unplayable, and I, th- I think that was uh, probably a mistake to make that because <laughs> didn't, didn't that just rile the Australians up a bit? Don't you? Yeah, think? it's a bit of an ambit claim there. Yes. And and uh, I think 
I mean, I guess she meant that England couldn't play her in the nets, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe that's what she meant. But yes. Australia could play her, right? Mm, Australia were able to play her. They took her for more than 70 runs in both times. She bolted them in the World Cup. So, uh, yeah, so not not quite as unplayable as advertised. Well, sad news for Rachel Haynes, uh, mm. who broke a, a record for the most runs in a Women's World Cup and then only held it for, <laughs> what, an hour? Yes, yes. Well, she, she made the, the foolish error of getting out and uh, mm. letting Alyssa Healy continue to bat. She should have run Healy out or something if she wanted to keep the record. Because as we mentioned, Healy uh, kept going. She finished on 170, easily the highest ever score in a World Cup final. Men or women it just went past. Adam Gilchrist held the record. He was 149. Mm. Uh, and uh, she just motored past that and just yeah. kept going. So Australian wicketkeeper is pretty good in World Cup finals, uh, apparently. Mm. Uh, especially the ones at the top of the order. Yes, definitely. You've got to be a keeper. Or, or Nat Siver. Or Nat Siver. Who, who also batted pretty well. But yes. what about Elise Perry's performance? Uh, she was fantastic. She uh, missed the <laughs> semi-final, of course. She had some kind of back injury, but mm. she was past fit to play in the final. They did... Uh, they did say she was going to play as a batter only, but uh, after the game, uh, they, she cheekily mentioned that, uh, well, I did mark out my bowling run-up just in case it was needed. It yeah. turned out not to be needed. But, yes, yeah, she, she was past fit to, to sit padded up and applaud the various milestones yes. as Healy and the rest Pretty of Pretty strenuous work, actually, <laughs> during that innings from Melissa Healy. You yeah, had a lot of work to do there. Could easily have thrown her back out uh, <laughs> applauding those. So, so yep. great work from and her. And we do know that, uh, you know, Elise Perry famously, to be past fit only needs like one out of four limbs to be yeah, working. I think so, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's played at least one World Cup final with a broken ankle, so... Anyway, yeah. at least she got into this one, in, you know, after missing out on the T20 mm. World Cup final. Yep. Right? Yeah, she got a little little bit of a hit right at the death uh, mm. and did, did pretty well. I think she scored 20 off 11 balls or something and then yeah. she had a, a lovely little run around in the field. She ran around to the boundary and threw balls in and yep. had a grand old time, chased one to the boundary and hurled herself over the, the Toblerone there and almost, you know, probably foolishly. Yes. No need to do that, Elise. Calm down. Yeah. Well, another bit of sad news is that Australia didn't manage to smash the the record <laughs> final score. It was three for three fifty nine. Yeah, two for three fifty nine. Uh, yeah. So Australia, uh, that was the two thousand and three World Cup. Uh, that's uh, Australia batted first in that one and set uh, India. It was uh, an enormous total. Mm. And uh, much much like this match, uh, the uh, the team batting second were pretty much out of it uh, after the first innings. Except Nat Sivard seemingly no. is not a student of World Cup history. She didn't seem to realise that England were, were doomed. She came yeah. out and batted like a like a maniac. She's she's seen England do this before, come back and she from has. an impossible position, right? Yes, she uh yeah, she uh it, it, it was it was one of the great deluded World Cup innings <laughs> of all time, I think. She kept batting and batting and... We I, got I, a bit nervous, didn't we, a, a, a few little, points? Like, uh, yeah. like all logic said, eh, nah. I mean, as, as yeah. well as she's doing, and she's doing incredibly well, it, it's just too big. Like no no team on, no, no batter on earth could possibly chase this down. But mm. then again, we were at that uh, Headingley game where we yes. thought the exact same thing about Ben Stokes. Oh, this is a jolly, jolly entertaining romp from Ben. Uh, he's not going to win, of course, but uh, <laughs> he's having a good time. So there, yep. there was a little bit of a flashback there with uh, Siva just maybe? No. That's right. Pretty sure she had a mind meld with Stokes <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yes, possibly. Anyway, she she was wrong. England were bowled out. 285 they made. Mm. And uh, we now see Australia being the T20 and ODI World Cup champions. Yes, right? so uh, so that's lovely for them. They've uh, uh, reunited the silverware. They've, they've, they've done that before. But uh, they, 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 are, they, are, they, they are the greatest ever women's cricket team. I, yeah. I think that's 
that's safe to say. Easy to say. Yeah. And uh, pretty good for your your writing too because you're writing the book on World Cups. Mm. And this is handy, handy little milestone. Yes, I, I, I had this uh, this one kind of just penciled away for a long time. I was like, well, if Australia can win this one, it will wrap up one of my chapters quite neatly. But mm. uh, I, I wasn't 100% sure. I was like 90% sure. That, mm. All right, this, uh, this chapter is pretty much done. And then they, they tied it all up nicely for me. So thank you very much, ladies. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. All right, so this episode is sponsored by my Patreon. So uh, that's where for a lazy $3 a month, you can uh, catch up on everything I've been doing over on Patreon. So it's the Pakistan-Australia series, all the matches of, uh, well, the the Australian half of Mm. the World Cup. Uh, and it's got discount codes for books and games and everything else in my online store. The full Ashes screenplays, mm. everything. So uh, please uh, go up and sign up to my Patreon. And the and the best thing about Dan's Patreon is that there's no decisions to be made once you get there. There's no reading through <laughs> of all the incentives and the blah blah level and this level and that level and three levels in yep. and spend more and spend less. It's just a flat rate. Yeah, flat rate. Sign up. You, you pay a, a pittance a month and yep. you get all all the stuff plus the. Uh, There'll be new stuff coming in April just as soon as I get uh, this book out. So uh, stay tuned for all that. I was approached by a man who I later later discovered to be a bookmaker from India. I was fined $10,000 and paid my fine immediately. I realised and accept fully that my actions were naive and stupid. I realised that I was very naive and stupid and stupid and stupid and stupid. (laughs) So this is uh, Cat's Gambling Corner. Isn't it good to hear Warney again? Being naive and stupid. Yep. Anyway, last IPL we we did cover. You had a, a this massive uh, convoluted multi-leg bet that we covered. Yeah, uh, I think it had nine legs. Nine uh, legs. <laughs> this was for the IPL. I actually was too slow this time. I didn't have time. I didn't remember to go on and put on a convoluted multi-leg bet and miss my chance. And ah. the matches started. So this time around, um, I, I did put one. I did put a, a bet on. Yep. Um, but this time it's one leg only. One leg only. A, a yeah. one-legged bet. So. A one-legged bet. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, you, you got distracted because the World Cup was going on in the meantime and mm. the IPL just kind of snuck up on us, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. And I'm not a very good gambler. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. a pretty pathetic gambler. In v- fact, very amateur gambler. I'm, I'm very amateur. I've only put on a $10 bet mm-hmm. uh, at this at this point. All right. So, But we still are going to track this bet throughout <laughs> the IPL, right? Yeah. could be a little bit quicker, the, the <laughs> segments on this. So I put a bet on Glenn Maxwell to be the top tournament run scorer uh-huh. i think i might have had a bet on this last time <laughs> uh so i put the, the bet on at ten dollars and the reason i put this one bet on is because he, he's at pretty long odds mm. what, what, what were his odds his Tw- odds 20 to 1 50 50, 50. 51 to <laughs> 1 odd. so it means you know there's, there's at least you know 50 possibly 100 mm. players with shorter odds than yep. him but the reason he's you know such long odds is because he's missing the first three mm. matches shouldn't be an obstacle no. to glenn maxwell no. I, I don't think it's an obstacle i still I still think it's a pretty good bet. Yeah. So anyway, the top uh, – and just to, just to prove this, I went and had a look. Uh, that So people have a very short memory. So whoever scored the most runs in the first match <laughs> currently has the shortest odds. It's yep. like, yeah, but because, because don't the, know if the, that's a good guy. The guys. tournament only goes for two or three matches, right? So yeah, one match is enough to, to give you a massive head start. You would think so. No, yeah. it's, it's 20-something <laughs> matches for every team. No, anyway, so uh, Ishan Kishan has is, is scored 135 runs from two matches and mm-hmm. Joss Butler scored 135 runs from, mm-hmm. from two matches. They're both at $6.50. Yep. Terrible bets. 
don't take those bets. Uh, and, uh, of course, Virat Kohli. <laughs> Virat Kohli, always short odds. Yep. He's currently 29th on the, uh, the, the run scoring tally. He's only made 53 runs so far. He's 7-1. to one. Don't, don't bet on any of <laughs> those never people. Bet on Coley. Never bet on Kohli. Never bet on Kohli. Anyway, they have short odds. Do you want to know where Maxwell is currently on the list? Uh, equal <laughs> 800. I don't know how many no, players no, are in he's, there. No, he's actually currently equal 99th. Equal 99th. Oh, because 98 other players have scored runs mm-hmm. so far and he has zero runs because he's not even there yet. Yep. In fact, he is there. He's, he's quarantining. Mm-hmm. So he's equal 99th with zero runs. We yep. will keep track of this. <laughs> I'll tell you who's above him. Tim Southey has one run. <laughs> Trent Bolt has one run. All right. So does Nathan coulton Yep. But Bolt does have a strike rate of 100, so he might be difficult to catch. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could, could easily get away from him. Yeah. At the moment, my bet's not looking very good. Yeah. But I presume it, my odds will improve. Uh, my odds will remain the same for, mm. for winning that bet, but uh, the odds of him getting to the top. So anyway, he's played no matches. He's, he's missed the first three. He was on his honeymoon, but also... Uh, I think Cricket Australia just said, look, no one's available till the 6th of April. Yep. So there's no Australians really performing yep. or no contracted Australians performing just yet. Uh, okay. Yes. And I would say beware the newly married player. Mm, definitely. So mm. so he's, he's currently 99. Equal Mac- 99th with, I don't know, everyone else who's never scored a run yet. Yeah. So he's currently 99. Maxwell, smart bet, I say. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Camp old, can't throw coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller Award. Okay, this is the Muller Award where we uh, award the, the silliest, most ridiculous, the most entertaining, uh, all, all, all of the above uh, mm. aspects of cricket over the past week. And do we have any nominations? Yes, we do. And usually we try and talk about things that we haven't previously mentioned. Mm. We have mentioned some ridiculous things, yep. including massive hotcakes and others. <laughs> but uh, this is other other information. But Meg Lanning is getting a nomination. She is, not, yes. Not for saying grouse, no. but for, for being a bit cold in Wellington and uh, rugging up with a Cricket Australia jumper on, but she didn't really have her arms in the sleeves or... No, she seemed to yes. have put it on backwards. She right. put, put her sleeves in the wrong end of the arms and just kind of had the, the, the torso portion dangling mm. in front of her. So I, I, I was watching this uh, on the telecast. She was just sitting on the bench at the time and I mm. thought... What are you doing, Meg? So I, I tweeted <laughs> that, you know, that people bang on and on about the professionalism of this Australian cricketing side, but Meg Lanning can't even dress herself, mm. which is, you know, a, a decent enough tweet. But it was uh, it was liked by Anna Lanning. So ah. you think Anna would know. So I'm going to yes. say this is just how Meg Lanning usually dresses herself. Yeah, it's been verified. Mm. Uh, I think that's uh, that's fantastic. So, yes. yeah, let's, uh, let's uh, give that a uh, good thumbs up as a nomination. We also have another nomination. This one was from, was this from the final match that South Africa played? Yeah, this was the final match of India and South the Africa. Stage. So this uh-huh. was the final match of the group stage uh, where India needed to beat South Africa to make the finals mm. and knock the West Indies out. South Africa were already in the finals. And uh, this is Deepti Sharma's no ball on the mm. second last ball of the match. Oh, it was awful so, to watch. Yes, uh, Mignon Dupree was caught in the deep and South Africa therefore needed a four off the final ball to win. And... Uh, but no, in fact, uh, 
television replay said, actually, come back. Uh, mm. That was a no ball. And so you know, she had the no ball, the free hit. She wasn't out. Uh, mm. Everything back, suddenly back in South Africa's favour. And India had basically doomed themselves. So Deepti Sharma's slightly uh, extended front leg step uh, is our nomination, I think. Yeah, not great. I mean, there were other things in the Indian uh, batch that, that, that would have contributed to their loss. But you always remember the last one, don't you? you? Do, it's yes. a recency bias. Yep. Yeah. So very sad for poor uh, Sharma. Mm. Anyway, so we have also uh, we're nominating. I think uh, we got nominating Paul Collingwood. He, he doesn't make it into the uh, Mullers very often. Not for many many What's years. He done? Well, Paul Collingwood has uh, has come out. England lost the Test series to the West Indies. So congratulations to the West Indies, of course, for mm. for beating uh, England. Paul Collingwood came out and expressed amazement that people were questioning Joe Root's captaincy. <laughs> uh, Paul Collingwood, uh, I, I think, may be the most easily amazed person in history. Yeah. Um, if he ever sees any kind of stage magic, uh, he'll just be. Oh my God! How are they doing this? They've sawed a woman in half. Let's go rest these men. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yes. So poor innocence. Yeah. So everyone else is basically saying, Joe Root, yeah, give it a rest, mate. Mm. Um, you've tried really hard. We appreciate it, but uh, t- time for somebody else to have a crack, I think. And uh, Joe Root's keen. He's keen to keep going. And poor poor Collingwood's uh, standing right behind him. Yeah. All right. Well, we have a nomination also for a robot, or maybe Steve Smith, yes. because uh, Australia, of course, won the third test against Pakistan. Yeah, at we, some we point. kind of missed that. <laughs> we, did, we, we, did. we we didn't get around to covering that. No, but, uh, it was it was it was fairly uh, routine that uh, Australia won the uh, the, the that uh, series. But anyway, hmm. uh, Steve Smith uh, got angry at a robot. Yes, he, uh, uh, along the way. Yeah, he, he was batting, and he, he managed to see it somehow out of the corner of his eye because Steve Smith has like at least one eighty degree vision. Possibly. Possibly 270 degree vision. Well, better vision. peripheral vision than, than Kerry at least. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so he saw the robot and he uh, played, played a defensive shot then pointed angrily, angrily at the robot. Uh, yeah, he Unfortunately, he didn't say this. Stop moving the robot! But uh, <laughs> uh, the, that, that, that was the, that was the gen- general, uh, general feeling. Uh, stop moving the robot yeah, uh, is, yeah, yeah. is the policy. So he's joined uh, Stuart Broad's crusade against robots. Yep. Uh, they will fight for the humans in the upcoming wars. Or the, you know, the, the, the uh, multi-format uh, World Cup. Mm. You should have robots versus people. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that as well. That yeah. would be fantastic. That would be really good. Then we could have Alistair Cook and yeah. two or three robots yeah. and a spider cam. Yep. And but sticking with uh, the Pakistan series, we we also have uh, the awards at the at the mm. end of end of the tournament or end of the uh, end of the series. We have the the Beno Kadir Trophy, which is quite large, right? Yeah, yeah, it's massive. It's bigger than Steve Smith, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, certainly bigger than Dave Warner. I think Dave Warner slept yeah. in it that night right. after, after after winning the, Wonderful. the trophy. It's about a thousand times as big as the Ashes urn, and hence mm. you know a thousand times as important. Yeah. So Australia rightfully celebrated winning it, but it wasn't just the trophy that uh, Australia were rewarded with uh well as always i think we i remember this from last time mm. we played pakistan there's always everyone gets an award right there's a massive check given out for various reasons to almost every player yes you you typically get the batter of the match the bowler match the field of the match the best catch um the player of the obviously the player of the match um but the 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 one that uh, i did enjoy was uh cameron green who was all-rounder of the match he may Mm -hmm. have been the all only all-rounder playing in the match yeah (laughs) I'm not quite sure how Pakistan. Uh, was there a keeper of the match? <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, yeah, it was. A, it was a tie. 
<laughs> so that, that was lovely. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Cameron Green came up to accept his award uh, mm. uh, at the presentation ceremony, uh, all round of the match. And as uh, Jack Cronin on Twitter said, Cameron Green now with more Inverex Solar Energy all rounder of the match awards than Stokes, Flintoff, Callis, and Sobers combined. Yes. Massive for his legacy. Fantastic. So good work, Cameron he Green. He also won tallest player of the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yes, so Cameron Green there. Congratulations to him. Mm. And he's is he our final nomination? Do we have any others? Yes, no, that is it. So who do you think is going to win? Uh, let's have a look this week. I, I do enjoy uh, Meg Lanning uh, not being able to put a jumper on. I, I, I like to think that it, it's probably the, the one chink in her armour. Maybe, maybe mm. the other teams should have been su- suggesting to her, why don't you come out and bat with a jumper on? And uh, that yep. may have been the, the turning point. Could be. I mean, maybe all the Australian women don't know how to wear jumpers. Yeah, and that could be the key to bringing them down to the rest of the pack. So yeah. I'm going to give it to Meg Lanning uh, this week. For a costume-related muller. Yes. And that is the end of Can't Ball, Can't Throw for this week. You've been listening to Dan Libke, who's at Lieb Cricket. Go and follow him. I'm sure you already do. And you've been listening to me, Kat Jones, at Cricketback Cat, and you can follow us on at Cart Bowl Throw. And nobody uh, goes to Facebook anymore, so we can just no. ignore that. Yes, but if you do go to Facebook, uh, <laughs> search for Cart Bowl Cart Throw, you'll find us there. And we will see. You. Well, we won't see you next week. We're off next week, but the week after that, we'll be back with uh, another episode. If there's some cricket. If there's some- Podcast Network.